Conversations on beer. Random other stuff. Episode number 10. You! I'm Tyler Palmer. I'm Ezzy Heft. We did it. We did it. We made double it to digits. Du- double digits. Double digits. We're almost tweens. Oh, can't wait till we start getting pubes. Oh, God. What do we get into then? Uh, the dirtiest of dad the, beers. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think that we should start getting it. I think people enjoy it when we drink really shitty beers like Mixtail, so maybe... Uh, 11, yeah. 11 through like 15 we'll just, just babble into some shitty ass beers all bad yeah. all dusty and crappy send us suggestions well <laughs> before uh, we do that let's actually honor one of our favorite beers which yeah, is uh, Sierra Nevada I think for our 10th anniversary we're gonna well, make it good for ourselves yeah we're gonna have this Sierra Nevada and their uh, trademark beer the pale ale yeah the one that everyone knows um, before we get into like analyzing the can canalizing it should we uh talk about why this is one of our favorites you can always find it um it's a great ipa um also like the varieties too you can get tall cans you can get 12 of cans or 12 ounce cans you can find bottles anywhere like yeah they have like the 32 ounce bottles they have the 12 ounce bottles we don't have to chase this down like iron city where you have to we had to go or even through. like mixed tails or no uh red stripe just i feel like well red stripe was relatively easy to get but it's not at your local bodega. Our corner store carries this. No, yeah, I just stopped by Everest Market and bam, done, easy. They had all the varieties and the seasonal pack, and yeah. for like a random market to have that, it's pretty rad. So, but not... how did uh, how did you fall in fall in love with this one? Because you actually turned me onto this one through your baby mama. She introduced this to me um, a while ago. When we were wee kids. My wife. Your wife. <laughs> um, yeah, she liked it. You know, she always had like good taste in wine and beers and yeah. stuff like that. She wouldn't mess around with like crappy beers. She oh, no, was like, like, no, the girl does we're not drinking this. Drink paps, yeah. No. No. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> let me try that. Yeah. And we'd be drinking like stuff out of the handy case. And I'm like, let me try that. And I'm like, oh my God. New world. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you moved up here, like you, I had had it before, but it was never like a go to beer. And you, always brought it whenever you come over it. and I was like not going to turn it down I, just, yeah. I fell What's in love this with it shit? <laughs> it's just so like it's we'll get into it but it's just such an awesome beer and it's it's worth uh, drinking to celebrate our 10th episode yeah it's, and it's well priced too like it's not you know you can get one tall can for two bucks it's not bad it rules it's uh, you know. pretty cheap speaking of which we uh, each have one tall can we do in our hands in our hands and let's 16 ounce cans should we canalize this? Let's canalize it. All right. Let's start at the tip. 
As we always do. As we always do. It is family owned and operated. It says that near the top on both sides. If you rotate it 180 degrees. The whole can is this lovely shade of green that I don't, I mean, you're the graphic designer. What, what is that shade? <laughs> uh, I would say emerald, emerald green. Uh, emerald? It's like, it's a little, it's a little different than Kelly green. That's for sure. Yeah. there's. It's, it's close. It, it's like candy apple green. Yeah, actually, Kinda. that's you know what you just nailed it. Yeah, I like it though. Like it's it there's something out. about the color. Yeah, it's it's not similar. Like I feel like other cans that have green on them, it's more of like a forest green or like a yeah, it'll look like, like an sprite. army green or something. Yeah, it'll oh, look yeah, like soda yeah, pop. Exactly, like, like a neon you know, green. You'll be, but this actually it looks like beer from afar, which and you reckon it's it's super recognizable. They've been since they started doing cans, they've always kind of looked like this, and I think the labels have on the bottles always been similar, the same right? yeah same color. yeah same color um yeah so they get their lab dips right that's for sure okay and then the main logo main label okay <laughs> this is my only i love this beer don't get me wrong but this this is where the bash comes in Ugh. um they some stupid ass typeface called mefesto and it just it drives me fucking wild it looks dumb i wouldn't wear this t-shirt but it says I probably would, but I'd wear it, like, ironically, like, I'd wear a cat t-shirt, you know, or, like, <laughs> three wolves ho howling at the moon. Oh, yeah, like, it has Like, this looks have, dope but... in a really dumb fucking way. But it's it's basically says Sierra Nevada in this gold banner above this beautiful Bob Ross on no, yeah, it looks like painting. Like. Yeah, if Bob Ross was teaching hobbits how to paint, this is what they'd paint. It, it does. It does look like an image of like the Shire. Oh yeah, you have like this New Zealand mountains in the background. It's funny because <laughs> there's no people in it, and it's just like, is this a hermit's painting? It is weird. It, there's it's, it's yeah, a like, hermit's wonderland. There's nobody in it, and you can be outside. You can get out of the cave, and you're like, oh, wilderness. It but does have no like people. A, it does have like a very like Shire feel to it, just because it's like <laughs> it is like you said, like New Zealand mountains in the background, yep. which are probably supposed to be the Sierra Nevadas. It's for sure, they have. There's to. pine trees on one side, and then like a apple tree looking thing on the other side of this. Creek that tree does not belong. That goes, yeah, that goes winding through the. It's just That's an artist's silly. choice to do something different. You're like, oh, over here on this mound, over here, we're gonna little lose a little azure blue, and go ahead and dip your palette knife into the titanium white over here, and just, just kind of just dabble over there. Just, just dabble. a happy little tree, and then um, go ahead and dip that into the mountains. We want to just unify this palette. And yeah, so that's kind of like your center crest deal, and then you have your uh, hops and wheat making the border uh down below that and then it says pale which ale. is cool it's it's i love the hops my only problem graphic. is the center image the actual like painting part <laughs> of painting. it like, everything else of it looks Sucks. really good but i mean the the uh banner at the top's a little gaudy it's a little, a little much the top but no it's yeah it's about frodo's doorway that's exactly what that thing looks like and you're getting into the font and you don't really like this font i not really kind of like it and maybe it's just because i'm used to seeing it you know, this can I have like a weird designer bias, so That's, I should shut up sometimes. That is true. So you know, like I, you know, don't get me wrong. Like you can do all sorts of things with different fonts and make it fucking cool or be quirky. But this is something you can get off to font.com, and there's no lowercase set for this typeface, which is a sign of laziness. You didn't go out of your way to make lowercase figures. Yeah, I whatever. Can see that. So <laughs> design that's just, nerd, design, design nerd. nerd. Yeah, totally. So, and I'll <laughs> shut up and I'll get off my. Uh, so, it for that. Under the, so it's a Sierra Nevada, the god-awful picture, pale ale underneath that, or pale ale. And then another uh, banner um, saying handcrafted ale. 
hand conditioned underneath that. Yeah, which I think is awesome that they uh, this beer is meant to be in a can. Yeah, and uh, that always makes me happy when a nicer beer uh, has no problem like stooping to can level. No, I think, I, think I personally enjoy beer certain, out of a can over a bottle. It's my certain ones shine in a can, certain ones don't. Yeah, and then we have a little four line stanza below that. It yes, says, what's it say? Pale ale is an American classic, highlighting the intense citrus pine aroma of whole cone cascade hops we'll be the judge of that yes we will and it's uh one pint and... what's that in uh, metric um <laughs> you mean rule? king's rules sorry <laughs> um one pint topple. one pint it'll be a foot of beer <laughs> <laughs> one foot of beer a yard a yard of beer and, and uh below that it says uh sierra nevada brewing company chico california and then I didn't know this, Mills River, North Carolina. Yeah. North Kakalaka. They uh, recently just expanded there, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, other than that, the you know normal government warnings going down the sides. and Website a, on the side, on the other side. It's, pretty standard. Yeah, it's a beautiful, simple... Kind of minimal. Can except that it's got this gaudy, just god-awful Stupid. painting in the middle. Yep, that's it. But uh, I think we should uh, tap into a verdict Let's do before that. that um, Little cheers. Should we cheers someone? Yeah, you want to get that one? Let's cheers uh, my wife. Your for, wife! <laughs> for introducing you to it and for putting up with me and for... Uh, making you a baby boy. Yeah, and, he's uh, almost out. We'll keep you guys posted. Uh, by the time this is out, uh, he'll be running he sh- around. He should be running around. Well, he Hopefully. should be squirming around by the time this is out. All this swaddling out. around. Uh, Rylan Young and uh, Emily Irvine. Cheers. 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 Clink. All right. Oh God, that's oh, some good beer. Still good. I still like it. I'm not gonna act like I don't know it. Mm-hmm. I do like, know this mm, beer. I'm sensing things. No, I'm sensing a delicious beer. That's my go-to favorite. Man, I've been waiting all week for this too. Oh yeah. Carb it with one of our lovely church keys. Which one are you using? Kers. Kers. <laughs> my other try pass. So <laughs> it does say that it actually has citrus pine aroma and. Uh, whole cone cascade hops but uh anything else you're kind of you know i get like i get kind of sensing i get a sort of fruity flavor but not the same like in the same way that we got from um the red stripe you know there's like it's not fruity or sweet for the sake of being sweet it's just part of the flavor off their uh, corporate website they you know people say they mentioned it taste grapefruit like a grape i could see that for sure and i don't know if that's in the uh actual ingredients but i can i doubt i doubt that they would put grapefruit in there but i mean i don't know it's 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 probably the citrus citrus pine aroma just coming through kind of a minimalist who makes it so yeah it's it's not too heavy it's definitely got it's got a punch to it punch to it and you can definitely taste the hops it's hoppy yeah but i it's i prefer it it tastes it tastes like an IPA. This has more to it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's just a pale ale instead of a uh, IPA. IPA, but it's the most IPA. Tasting pale ale. Pale ale, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times you'll get a pale ale and it's tastes more like a lager almost or even. Um, True. You know, it's just lighter like that. You know, it doesn't have the f- the depth of flavor that, that this has. Fervor, that the depth punch, of flavor. That, you know, nice grab in the sack and yank down. No, it doesn't. Um, nor do I know what that voice is. It doesn't have that. <laughs> I don't know who I was It's just here in Nevada drinking yeah, voice. I don't... <laughs> mm. 
we're gonna be a little more quiet during this analyzing. Yeah, we're flavor. just gonna be drinking just, the whole time. I just kind of want to shut up and have this and <laughs> not talk to you guys. Well, it's funny because you can't uh, talk back. Uh, I know you want to. Yeah. So on a scale of one to Cobra, do you like? I mean, Whew, hard to place. Um, any any thoughts? You know, I, I think it, there's a paradox in here that I can't quite grasp. I feel like there, there's a rootiness. But a little a, bit of a hippie vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, and that, but yeah. A yet, yet a productiveness. Right, right. Like Which, a hippie with a job. So it's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron, yeah. Mm, that is quite the conundrum. So yeah, I guess it would be a scale of one to Cobro, like a Carthart hippie. Like you got your work, yeah. You got your working jeans. Like you did your fucking nine to five. You pounded nails. You got shit done. You might go slacklining after work. You might right, like hand still... your uh, your own hacky sack. You know, I've met a couple like in, uh, doing carpentry. They're like people that rock shit locks. Yeah, that look like they should be drinking red stripe, but they actually have a job. Yeah, I've so seen... I can see that. And yeah, car hurt with... hippie. Yeah, dude with work boots and like I'm maybe thinking uh, maybe like a VW bus mechanic. Yes, <laughs> done, done and done. That's way better than Carhartt hippie. Yes, it's like you support the hippie movement, but you actually no get because shit done. <laughs> you're getting your you're getting your Volkswagen worked on, and you're like, oh man, it's. I mean, we could get factory. No, you're like, oh man, oh man, you could get a factory car for this price. And you're like. What if I get you a 12 or Sierra Nevada? Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, could, uh, man. That's cool. We could use, like, the the factory recommended filter, man, but I think, like, you, your old lady's nylons will work just as well. I'm like, keep coming with the tips. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it's... They know what they're talking about. It's just the kind of bullshit. They, yeah, <laughs> you trust them. So it's a hippie shit, you yeah. can kind of trust. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, another yeah. oxymoron. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's like a hippie that doesn't smell mad. Fuck. It's a great beer in it, like in this weird vessel. Like this green's beautiful, but the fucking painting, you just can't work past it. So, uh, what did the deadhead say when he ran out of weed? I have no idea. This music sucks. <laughs> uh, we already did that other hippie joke, didn't the we? The Namaste one. Yeah, we did. No, the one about uh, how many hippies does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They, they screw in sleeping bags? Oh, yeah. God, I... None. They screw in sleeping bags. Oh, man. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. So on a scale of one to Cobro, it's a VW BW bus. Me- mechanic. Mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> Knows his shit. Gets it done. Uh, just yeah. Yeah, it's a little questionable. But... Yeah. No, I think I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy this this beer and as hippie as it might seem it doesn't fucking hide the fact that it's one of my favorites and tastes delicious yeah so you want to get into a little bit of history about these dudes yeah we can do that they're Uh actually really cool um and the stuff that you kind of you did ty ty was lead on this well most of the research but we the stuff you told me like all which is basically just their website yeah actually it's the best website for information that I've come across so far, or we have come across, because like, normally we'll cross-reference stuff from Wikipedia, Beer's website, which is usually worthless. Yeah, and then just article, whatever else we can find, but Weird theirs forums. is pretty straightforward and just... Everything's out there. Yeah, and it's... I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it just goes to show like the quality beer they have. They have a decent website as well, you know? 
So for being a craft brew in America, it's really interesting because this predates Sam Adams. Yeah, that's, that who, was one of the interesting things. Like that's and that awesome. motherfucker gets all the credit, all the credit. But then again, these guys don't have commercials on TV at all. I've never seen I've a never, print ad. I've never seen one. I've never seen one. Call us out if you've seen one. Hit us up on social. I've seen a print ad. Sense. I have not seen any sort of uh, okay uh, television ad. Even no. like YouTube video, you know, no sort of Nothing. video. Like they're not sponsoring ad. frisbee golf tournaments. Like their ad presence is. Yeah, solid. that's true. Like you don't see them. Like and they, and they might. I mean, for we could be wrong, but but it's not. It's not like Sam Adams, where you see no. commercials during NFL games. And I feel like we're, like, close to their hub. Yeah, and Sam Adams, they just spray out ads, and that's good for them. It gets their word out. But this, like... I kind of like that it's yeah, a little, like, key. not in your face. It's just kind of like... Yeah, they're a, not claimers. Yeah, yeah it's a like good beer. fucking Jimmy Cock. Yeah, they're not claimers like Red Stripe. Nope. Non-Jamaican ass Jamaicans. So... The guy who started this is Ken Grossman. Jamaican me crazy, dude. Quit cutting me off. (laughs) Okay. Kenneth Grossman started this lovely brew, and he actually, he didn't start it right off the bat from a brewery standpoint. He had a, uh, like a hand, or a homebrew supply store in Chico, California before he even started this. So if he has like a homebrew supply store, then he's... He probably dabbled. He's brewing beer, but then also helping other people Home in brew. the community, yeah. That's but, I mean, that's awesome right there. Like that's someone doing it for the love of doing it. He he clearly enjoys beers. Because it seemed like that. he like he carried like certain hops, certain wheat, and then other equipment to kind of maybe get your own homebrew off and going. As far as like for hobbyists, yeah. It seems like after a while he started to try did to you, like. Did you say when this was? Uh, that was 1976. Is okay. when he opened his homebrew store. Okay. And then uh, in '79. He began uh, planning a new small-scale brewery based in Chico, and uh, he decided to name it after the nearby mountain range, Sierra Nevada. Gotcha. And the I, first iteration was this pale ale. That's the first thing that he brewed. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I that I saw was that he did this small brewery. He like learned how to build it himself, basically using All like old self-made old dairy equipment and like old like yeah it's and how to refrigerate it like, himself like this is a fucking vw mechanic if you've ever heard of one yeah you know? exactly like, this is yeah. a dude that's just like i'll fuck it i'll figure it out but i'm gonna make it work yeah you yeah. know and i'm sure he's looking at something else like at another brewery and being like i think i could probably make that yeah but oddly he was kind of a consummate perfectionist so when he finally got like really up and running in 1980 and trying to perfect this beer that we're drinking right now it took him like 10 full batches that he poured out before he got to this recipe in particular and then he's like okay this is it this is the exact amount of hops and whatever water that goes Such into it 10 batches how many how much beers in a batch you think i don't know how big his vats you were think that's a couple barrels or i think he threw out a lot oh, I, enough for waste. them to talk about it yeah i wonder if like because it was just that it was the beer was so awful or that it just didn't have like the flavor that he was looking for i don't think it was just right for him I see that's just, that's probably like oh, it's you, probably a really good beer that you're like bro are you throwing it dude out? come on just let me like have yeah. a little bit of it and he's just watering I'll crops you, with it i'll fix your bus for life no, man, no, man. Come, just, just don't do that you sit your waist man you those hops <laughs> died for this beer man so in 1980 uh the pale ale is born yeah it's born it's awesome. um, perfectly crafted. He got it to the right spot, and that was the first one. 
it grows just regionally, not regionally, I'd say probably within, you know, Northern California, maybe. Yeah. Well, like the surrounding Chico area, I'm sure it's just popular, especially if it's the only brewery like in within that area, you know, I don't know what else is going on there in 1980. I don't think there's you know, too many breweries. No, in that area. I can't, I can't imagine that there are, you know, especially not micro brews. So. And, you know, they, I think Chico state has a reputation for drinking and I think you could just Do plunge they? that on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, you get the college kids into it, and you fucking. Well, isn't UC Davis up there too? Like pretty close, so you can yeah. just like push this on like PCU, like '80s <laughs> progressive Northern California weed growing kids. You're like, you know what is good beer? Try this. They're like, oh man. Yeah, Nor- Northern California is known for like their rootsy quirky. Yeah, you know they're kind of hippie. Like they, I, I mean, I could see how this beer would do very well in that community. Oh, yeah, you know. No. By '83, they had. They were doing three different beers, which is pretty cool. They were doing um, this pale ale that we're drinking. They also had a porter and a stout. Um, and then they also brewed their first batch of Bigfoot barley wine style ale, which I've never had. I've never had that one either. I saw the label and it had a hobbit on there too. He's pulling a donkey. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know if it's a hobbit. I think it's like an old timey miner. But... No, it's a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with the hobbit. I haven't like. I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I've seen Bigfoot. Yeah, I've had Bigfoot. That's good. I just yeah, I just don't. I all, don't know it. So all the varieties I've had of theirs have been great. Pretty true to the style that they're trying to portray. But the cool thing about so is a barley wine style ale, and it had ten uh, percent alcohol Whew. and a hundred IBUs, which is like. No, it's one of the earliest examples of like ext- what they call extreme brewing, and he's doing this in '83. Yeah, you know, that's really progressive. Thirty whatever, thirty-two years ago, and so I mean, he's doing shit ahead of his time, way ahead of his time. Like Ken Ken Grossman's a, a visionary, a visionary. And then '84, yeah, he needed to expand more with all those other varieties he's making. So he actually went to Germany and picked up a hundred. Um, copper because his tiny little brew house was like outgrowing right? yeah like it was just... outgrowing and they needed new equipment and they're breaking ground on a new place and so yeah he needed some new stuff and so he went over to Germany and had to uh, grab some of these copper brew house barrels handmade copper barrels yeah in Germany yeah so it was like a brewery that was going out of business in, in Germany, right? Yeah, and it was super defunct, and it was funny, because him and his buddy, like his old childhood buddy, went over there with him, and these guys were just laughing at him, like, yeah, go ahead and take those things apart, piece them back together, let's watch you do that. They didn't help, they just kind of sat on the sidelines. The people did. that, like, own that sold yeah, it to like, them. Like, fuck you guys, yeah, I'm not doing any heavy lifting, this place is defunct, go ahead. <laughs> I mean... Sounds like Heineken bought them out. Copper's not, like, super heavy, but... If it's a hundred barrels, it's still a shit ton of copper. Yeah. And that's a shit ton of like copper to get across a fucking ocean. Yeah. You know, (laughs) that has to go through like the Panama Canal. Like that's a long way to boat it. They're not flying that back. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So shipping that. Jesus. I can't even imagine. Well, yeah. And that would make the most sense because they're on the West coast. So, so they dismantled the German brewery like piece by piece. 100 barrels. 100 barrels. And by... Bring it to the U.S. Yep. Somehow. Shipping it. Three years later. <laughs> well, that's how. Three fucking years later. <laughs> yeah. They got their new place in Chico on 20th Street. Like, yeah. that's fucking dedication. And, yeah, it kind of goes to show, like, beer is maybe an international language of sorts. Not to sound super corny, but, like, 
maybe that got him out of some jams. You're like, yeah, I'm making beer. Are you scrapping this copper? You're going to make a fuck ton of money off this copper? No, making beer. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, just and that he had the saw that like there was use for that that they could actually reuse something that it was a hundred you know and goes back I, to that hippie ethos man who, who knows that. how old that brewery was it doesn't really say on their website but like just the fact that he wanted to salvage that company's history or that brew house's history could you know just shows his dedication to the, and like love for the craft of beer making i mean consummate recycler too like much like our vw yeah. bus uh mechanic you can take two defunct vw bus and make one uh, running one kind one of. fuck machine it's awesome yeah you can go see the dead whenever you want hot box that thing spicoli all right so they uh break ground on the new brewery in 87 yeah they get it going uh the doors don't open until uh 89 no oh really yeah so it takes two years to build the brewery so it took them three oh, years to damn. get the the barrels over and then they so open the doors to well at least to the tap room is when they open the tap room at the brewery oh, wasn't gotcha. open until yeah. 89 who and knows who knows when they started brewing again i'm guessing probably they probably kept before it going. that but yeah for my understanding the tap room is like a fully functioning um restaurant and brewery oh yeah does yeah. it and go drink and eat haven't been there love to go dude it's gonna be a definitely cobra's road trip where it has to be. we have to go it there can't be too summer. far away for us uh, we can find an excuse we will find an excuse. <laughs> we will find one. They just kind of keep expanding, like, really steadily throughout uh, current day. And uh, how many other breweries do they make? I think on their, their we're on their second one, I think, in 2011. Well, I know in 93, um, they expanded the brewery uh, just because they kept outpacing uh, demand. Like, their demand was always higher than their supply. Like, they just tried to keep up and we're... The, <laughs> Always doing it. They were um, producing a hundred thousand barrels in ninety in nineteen ninety three, and that was that was still not enough. Damn. Ninety seven, they uh, unveiled a two hundred barrel uh, brew house. Damn. So they like by twofold by eighty nine to ninety seven in eight years, they completely doubled their business, at least production wise. Well, no, ninety three to uh, oh 90, shit, ninety three to ninety seven. So in four years, they at least the yeah, they went from a their a hundred barrel brew house that they made from the german brew house they made a new uh 200 barrel brew house so i'm wondering if like those are both going on at the same time they probably still have the they german probably 100. still kept it i imagine and then maybe and have a whole another separate brew house that's 200 barrels i bet they kept one of those barrels um aside and just use that as a prototype where they actually take molds off of you know and cast copper around it and you're like let's make them all like this for continuity's sake well what they did the cool thing is they actually hired the dudes that reassembled the 100 barrels from germany they were like called out of retirement oh they took the peanut gallery out of germany and yeah. helped them they're like you know uh, what? they must well no i don't here. think they were german um oh they the were the people that helped it here. yeah they were they're coppersmiths who built the salvaged german brew house oh, so the ones that gotcha. built it in the u.s but they had been retired they call them out of retirement <laughs> And clad the new vessels in copper just to make it all have the same, like, copper, copper barrel feel. Like, it's just, just ridiculous. I wonder if they're all like, hippies that needed more weed money. <laughs> like, it's just not working, yeah, I man. can't buy an ounce right now, man. Get you hold it? Day to day, man. Just, okay, I'll accept beer as payment. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, so they opened the, uh, I, I'm guessing the second brew house, which they named the, what is it, the Hupman Brew House. Um... 
in 97 and then they kind of plug in along from that second brew house they open a third brew house uh all in the chico area i I believe um i think in 2005 um and then in 2006 they do like research and they switch on their bottles from having uh the twist off twist off cap to being the uh, pry-offs, so you need a church key to get them open. Uh, um, and they found out that it was because uh, it protects against oxidation, huh. which can degrade the beer. They found out like the pry-off ones yeah, keeps a keeps the beer fresher. Seal, yeah, yeah. And which I mean makes sense. Yeah. No, um, like and again, it's just them quality control. Like they want to give through. out like the best product that they can, and they no, keep doing a that. Great so that way to do it. And then they just kind of keep kind of i think they keep expanding on their building and like make it a little bit better and like add some they keep updating and doing like solar panels yeah the whole and, like... roof of the thing you see a photo of it and it's just cell stacks of solar cells in a row and uh it's cool if you go to their website and look at it um you can see all of their like brewing tanks in the background just and then just Even thousands thousands of quality um, control of, aspects like, are uh, cool too but by so 2011, they end up winning Green Business of the Year Award for sustainability. And yet another thing that they don't advertise on. And, you know, it's not like uh, when you see a movie poster, it has like the Sundance Award. First place to tell you ride. You know, it has all the little things on it. Yeah, they always you have those. Jimmy yeah. Cock would put on his fucking beer. Oh, uh, I guarantee you. Like he would. Sam Adams has that shit. Yeah. Well, and it's just like Peps. They're still bragging about the blue ribbon they won in fucking 1894. Yeah. Good job on your state fair. <laughs> no one cares. Did you win that in high school? These guys are That's like, cute. they're actually progressing the craft beer movement and being like environmentally fucking conscious and just like having, you know, just trying to provide the best beer that they can. And they don't give a fuck about their awards. They're not bragging. No. They're not putting it on their fucking can. They're just doing what they what fucking Ken Grossman wanted to do from yeah. the get-go. Could have paid a designer to paint a better picture, but no. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be perfect, It Tyler. can't be perfect, and that's okay. Yeah, because if it was perfect, we'd rate it a Cobra. We'd rate it a full-blown Cobra. Yeah, so yeah. we got to have... <laughs> the only beer that's going to be a Cobra on a scale of one to Cobra is the beer that we make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that will definitely be bias on our part. <laughs> That'll be a full-blown advertisement. So, yeah, 2000s, they're just killing it, expanding it. And then, as uh, usual and get, two, being green about it being cool and three years ago they celebrated their anniversary. did yeah. they really call it a anniversary? because that's a demerit on <laughs> uh, no that's a demerit on my joke telling okay you called it a anniversary. yeah uh, it's kind of like canalizing a can uh, canalize this motherfucker <laughs> 2012 they celebrate their anniversary, uh-huh <laughs> which is uh would that be their I don't know what mark. No, but in 2012 is when they first ever put it in a can, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember when I saw it in the market, I freaked out and called my buddy Jordan Minardi. I'm like, dude, they got the shit in fucking cans. It's hammered. And we just played Call of Duty and got drunk. <laughs> Celebrating their anniversary. Caniversary, 2012. <laughs> and then uh, most recently, uh, this year, 2015, they have expanded to the East Coast in Mills River. Oh, that's where they... Uh, Mills River... North Kakalaka comes yeah. from on the can. So for gotcha. quality control, they have a brewery over there, and they can ship fresher, better beer on the East Coast. They just started doing that this year. Yep. 2015, damn. New place, and they can get on the East Coast, so hopefully all you East Coast Cobros, 
you tri-state Cobras can enjoy the shit out of this. That's pretty awesome. So for 40 years, basically, Ken Grossman's been... Self-made. Making beer that we fucking thoroughly love, but then just advancing that process of making a craft brew that uh, maintains its quality and its integrity, not just uh, taste-wise, but like business-wise. I mean, he's basically jimmy cox gone right gone right yeah you know and that's all the way and he still owns the company like they never like sold out or anything like that they're not trade traded on the nasdaq not that i know and one cool thing he does he actually partners up with other uh local breweries and they all collaborate on recipes oh really yeah seasonal recipes that you'll see and uh just check in with their website it's hard to keep up with because they'll just be out for just three months at a time and be gone but they're really i mean it's cool well the the one i saw the other day that i i think i sent you a picture of it i am kicking myself for not buying it was that one uh the narwhal the narwhal yeah it's it's like an uh imperial stout or something right like it looks fucking dope looks good for winter and graphic wise it's way better it's super dope yeah (laughs) so like yeah where they actually don't credit the person who uh painted this uh lovely visage of a hobbit sanctuary without other hobbits um, they have Penn Taylor do the illustrations for Narwhal and then uh, another one called Ruthless Rye and it's really cool check out the illustrations of cool uh, Ken Taylor like he does cool you're saying it's kind of Pusshead-ish yeah, yeah. Reminds you so if you that. like Pusshead you'll like the same line quality that he does so it's pretty rad that's awesome uh, I think that's probably I don't know what else to say about this really I think yeah just uh, love it I'm interested because it's made, well, originally it was made out of uh, old German copper barrels. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know what our German listeners think, think of, of it. So pulling we'll to, stuff from there? Well, I just want to know, like, I wonder what if that... he tasted it, if he's like, this has nothing, like, tastes nothing like any German beer I've ever had. Or if, like, there is something about it. Like, yeah. or if it was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, that beer's going, or that brewery's going out, if... I might as well, like, salvage it. I wonder if, I wonder if Pale Ale's, like, a thing in germany like i mean it seems like it's a pilsner yeah, Kolsch yeah i can see that yeah type yeah. of thing you're like you're making a bastardized version of beer just in the, these barrels or what adrian we're talking to you or our one german fan yeah uh let us know and then also well, next time also, you're in the states we'll give this to you because i doubt that they have it in i wonder if it's a place heineken shut down one of like the breweries when they yeah, were buying up and they said, bought the brand and they're like nope later and they left all this awesome equipment and he just came up he's like yep mine sounds now. like something we'll have to correct ourselves on in the future episode. I don't know if it's on the webs man <laughs> in the deep dark webs there's, I'm sure there's a conspiracy about it somewhere man I know it wasn't even a brew he was man. on the grassy they knoll they making bombs there man you're drinking beer out of a bombshell and the man on the oh, moon man. was on a sound stage and he saw that shit man. Oh, man I don't know why it's easier to do that accent with uh, my eyes closed but it makes me feel more high he does do it without I, my eyes I can open. attest. I know it's not a visual. I thing. just squint out of one eye and do it. Yes, yeah, so you see what I mean. <laughs> I think that's good. Unless you have anything else you want to say about the uh, all good here Sierra Nevada, other than it's the highest ranking beer we've had so far, in my opinion. In my opinion, I agree. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad in your opinion you agree. In my in your opinion, okay. I don't want I to speak for you. I'm going to let you speak for yourself. So uh, go out there. Buy us here in Nevada and drink it, and um, yeah, yeah. Tell us what you think about it. Yeah. you can uh, reach us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter at Cobros Podcast, 
What's our uh, website again? It is cobraspodcast.tumblr.com. And uh, as always, write a review and rate us on iTunes. iTunes. Also, uh, tell a friend. Let's spread the word about this. Get it out there. And one last thing we did want to uh, touch on before we get out of here is that um, we've got a buddy that's in some help. Uh, You know, we don't ask you guys for money and we don't plan on it. But uh, he's got a GoFundMe. It's a guy named Mike Hughes. He's had some surgery problems. He's uh, basically a dude that would never ask for money. Um, Would never ask for help. Very proud man, but uh, a local stable in yeah. southeast. He's known uh, as the mayor of uh, Clean Street, so yeah, staple Just... at one of our favorite bars, Dots, and uh, yeah, very beloved, very good yes. guy. And so he has a GoFundMe. He does, and you can see the link on our Facebook page. It'll remain at the top. Yeah, it's Mike Hughes. He's uh, looking for around ten thousand, and right now he's already at five. And it's already been plus. two days. And you guys so. have been awesome. And then special props to Robert Huffman for helping out in posting. Yeah, that heard about this he uh, he kicked down fifty bucks and gave us a shout out while doing so. So which is huge high five. To yeah, Robert. you didn't have to do that. Yeah, awesome. no, that's super amazing. Um, dude needs some help, and if you guys can do it. Click on the link on our Facebook page. Um, anything can help. You yeah. Know, just if not, hit share. Share buck, with your you friends. Know. You, know, you know, somebody will yeah. help out, which is rad. So share that with a friend. Share this podcast with a friend. And uh, other than that, until next time, uh, fuck us. You're, you're better, better than us. us. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. Drink beer for breakfast.